Welcome to The Short Score, your weekly update of rope and news from around the industry, where you can find the latest on the sport from the pro rodeo ranks to the jackpot world. I'm Taylor Vollen, and I'm your host. Hey, ropers, welcome back to The Short Score. It's your host, Taylor Vollen. Happy Saturday. As usual, I'm bringing y'all a bonus Ropen.com tips episode, and we're still rolling strong with our Jake and Clay series. I hope y'all have enjoyed them as much as I have. In case you don't remember, you can actually watch these interviews with Jake and Clay over at Ropen.com. When Jake and Clay first stepped on the pro rodeo scene, the bar was set at four, four world titles. That's what Leo had. That's what Jim Rodriguez had. And so breaking that was the goal. We all know Jake and Clay would go on to surpass that, both being seven-time world champs. But how badly did they want an eighth world title? And what did not winning it mean to them in their careers? On this episode, Jake and Clay discuss the elusive eighth gold buckle. This episode is brought to you by Nutramax. Cosequin ASU joint and hoof pellets contain quality ingredients to support joint and hoof health and leave out the fillers, molasses, and alfalfa, all while delivering the taste horses love. The colors of our ingredients shine through for a difference you can see. Visit CosequinEquine.com. You know, when we came in, uh, four was the mark. Leo had four. Uh, Jim Rodriguez had four. So we really pressed the pedal down and when we got five, we kind of took our foot off the pedal. And like Jake said, we started doing a lot more schools. We kind of started rodeoing a little different. And we had some really some formidable teams kind of coming at us. You know, it was Bobby Hurley and Dennis Gates and Charles Pogue and Steve Northcott and uh, T. Woman and Bobby Harris, D and Mike. I mean, there were some teams out there that was just ferocious. They was wanting to get the job done as well. We kind of took our foot off the pedal a little bit because we had five. That was the mark, and there so there's no nothing else to look now. It's now it's how do we make a good living? How do we, you know, how do we pay off our mortgages? How do we, you know, get financially where we need to be? So. Really, the other two championships, I think the last two championships, we went into the finals like one one year with Bobby and Dennis, where it was like 25,000 behind them at, with a $5,000 day money. So that's like way behind. And then one year, 30,000 behind Charles and Steve. But, I mean, I got old Grinder over here. I mean, he's he don't care how far he's behind. He's gonna come a slashing and a whooping, and we just we right at the end we got by him and made it one or two championships. Not that we was we just bowed up. All right, we got a challenge, and we're way behind, and let's just get it on. So it came down to the last ten steers, and we got it done a couple times. So we we had seven. So. Then you find you have a team like like Speed and Rich. Well, now you know they were just like us, but what was their mark? Their mark was 
was eight to get the job done. So they just kept grinding and stayed hooked till they got eight. And when they got eight, it was done. They were both fried. They were wanted to get away from one another. It was like, we've done it. And so, but at such a formidable mark, even, you know, seven, eight, the two top teams that's won the most, I mean, now you look in the last uh, 15 years or whatever, uh, you got some guys with two, you got some guys with three, you got some, man, it's hard to go back in there and win seven or eight championships. It's like, because the competition is tough. You got guys coming at you all year long and then, and then what? anything can happen at the finals, you know? You can, it's like Caleb and Junior. I mean, they dominated, they've dominated for five or six years, but they've only got it done once so far, so. Well, I think the biggest thing too, you know that you learn, and I think like Caleb and, and Junior figured that out, is that that dog on average is so important at the end. Cinegenic called me one year, the, the year that he, like, what do I do? You know, it's about midway point through that. And I told him, I said, man, that doggone average is going to be the, it's going to be the ticket. And it ended up, you know, he won the world championship because of the average. So I think when guys figure that out, you know, that maybe not just try to win every go round, but try to back off just a little bit and, and get that average is, is a big is a big deal. In the year that Chad won it, when I roped with Chad in 2012, he's riding that big black. And that horse was just kind of in his way the whole time. I mean, he scored good and he blasted across there and gave him a good shot right there to be four, five to five flat. And so he'd stick it on him and he's having to kind of pull on him and then he'd bring him around there, and I'd rope the steer in the second hop. And so we were 4'7", 4'8", 5'1", you know, just. But as we're going along, every night he's, he comes up to me, you know, champ, what do you think? You think I mean, he had another horse there It was quicker? And I said, well, I said, we won fourth last night. You know, we won third the night before. We won fifth. We got a check. Let's just, maybe let's just stay hooked one more night. So every night was the same. Let's just stay hooked one more night. So he just stayed hooked one more night and got right down to the last one. And it's like, well, what do you think? Let's just, we're winning the average. You know, you got a chance to win the world. We both do. Let's just, let's go make our five flat, four or five run, whatever that steer let us do. And, that goes just with what Jake said. You better just stay hooked, Ben. It's not hard to be four, five to five flat every night. You just get a good start. Header takes a good shot, tries to set him up. Healer makes a good corner, rope steer on the second hop, try to come tight as best you can. You're going to be four, five to five flat. And you can do that nine or ten times in a row. But you back in there and try to be three, eight, three, five, pop, you're gonna pop. Now you gotta have to press. 
Because once you're out of that average, then you're going to have to start going for every go round, and then you're going to, you might catch one or two more fast, but you're going to miss the rest of them. <laughs>